0: Today's show is brought to you by Delicious Obsessions. Real food, real life, and real delicious. Deliciousobsessions.com
1: You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, which can be found on our website at treyerwilderness.com and also on iTunes. Welcome to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where we are homesteading traditionally 100% off-grid today and offering preparedness and survival tips for tomorrow. Here's your host, Tammy Trayer.
0: Welcome, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. It is another glorious day here in northern Idaho. I am very blessed to have my parents joining us back here in the wilderness, and they brought the mountain boy. He had been visiting in Pennsylvania for quite some time, so I'm grateful to have him back. And there are so many good things going on, and I am really excited about today's guest. As you all know, I'm very passionate about natural medicines, whole food diets, and and our our overall well-being. And so many times when I'm doing my uh, natural health classes and my essential oil classes, I find so many people struggling from uh, anxiety, depression. There's a lot of PTSD out there. And today's guest is such a wealth of information and, in my thoughts, a godsend um, to being able to reach people that are suffering um, in so many ways, and is just a really uh, vibrant, bright light in, in uh, things we need today. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Anita Agers brooks and you can find her at anitabrooks.com. As always, you will find all of the links for her um, in the show notes, and she's also an author. But Anita, thank you so, so very much for uh, joining me today.
2: Thank you for having me, Tammy. I'm really glad to be here.
0: I'm glad that you have crossed my path. I just see so much of what you have to offer, and I know you will be reaching so many people. So before I jabber on, I would love to give you the floor and give you the opportunity to share your story and about yourself and the things you do.
2: Absolutely.
0: Well, what I'm... Uh, writing
2: on and speaking on probably more than just about anything else today is common trauma. So we all hear about PTSD in the military and we connect to that, but what we don't realize is that many of us are walking wounded. We um, have been traumatized by maybe things in our childhood or maybe even more recent events, and I've walked through some of those dark valleys, and as a result, just have a heart for the hurting. And on top of that, I've also recognized that there is a connection to what happens to us personally, as well as affecting our productivity. So our work relationships, affecting our personal relationships, and vice versa. Then when you bring all that together and look at some of the the simple day-to-day choices that we make. And as you were talking about whole foods and essential oils, some of those things that are so good for us, but yet we almost think, wow, that's too simple to work. (laughs) It must mean that I need something more complicated. But in reality, when we go back to those God-given basics, Mm -hmm. those are the things that can really transform our lives in powerful ways.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. In such a big way. And I'm totally on the same page with you. There's so many things people don't realize also. And that is how much our food and our um, environments even uh, have a role in how we feel and how our bodies feel. And it's really important. That's why I feel so driven to educate on that, and I and I realize um, in reading your book that you have the same passions I do, and it's so important for people to realize how simple these changes can be to provide a better life for themselves.
2: I agree. You know, I can remember being in that dark place where. You know, it just feels like you're in a pit, and you want so badly to get out of that pit, and you try to scale those walls and just slide back down. And when I was in that place, I could not imagine that I could ever feel good again or truly be happy. And I'm happy to report that I'm totally free (laughs) of all of that darkness, but it took many small steps, you know, just linked together to get to the place that I'm at today where I really am pain free where I really do laugh freely again and mm-hmm. and I'm happy from the inside out but you have to make that physical and emotional and mental and spiritual connection mm-hmm. because if you miss any one of those elements then there it's like there's a piece of you that's still missing and you can't quite feel the wholeness that you feel like is just out of your reach and you want so desperately but you can't get to it. So it really does take all of those um, being kind of melded together.
0: Yes, very true. I've also experienced some traumatic things in my life, and and it is certainly a process to work through them. But it can be done. It so can be done, and that's why I think it's so important to highlight people like yourself who are driven to aid that next person. I, I really just feel it's so important because we live in a society of people that are just... It's a very negative society, and I want to share the positive in in the world, and and surround myself with that positive. And when you are in those spots, like you said, you know you don't feel like you'll ever see the light at the end of the tunnel. But that's the the beauty of sharing hope and knowing that God's leading the way, and that there there is a light at that end of that tunnel.
2: Yes, and and you know, for those of us who have made it through that dark tunnel, and we are standing in the light, I think, you know, we have not only a responsibility, but we have the privilege of being able to reach back and lend a helping hand, a guiding hand to those who are trying to navigate in that darkness and and help them get to that light a little bit quicker. And I know that even when you do that, you find purpose through that pain and that just brightens your life even more. It
0: gives you meaning. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. That we found our purpose, you know, and I love, I love the saying paying it forward because, you know, it's, it's so important. That is our, that is what we're supposed to do. And, and it, it does, it does the heart good to be able to know that we are reaching people um, in some small way. And, and like you said, there's the PTSD is always associated with our military, but like i said beginning with my classes it just awes me how many people are struggling and i think today there's so much more it's such a high stress lifestyle compared to um our past you know and our ancestors and this level of stress plays such a big role as well in deteriorating us and we don't realize it and and it's it's a shame I agree, and I think, too,
2: you know, we have a lot of outside pressure, but I think even more so today, there's so much internal pressure. Mm -hmm. You know, we we put these expectations on ourselves that, frankly, the human body and spirit were never meant to meet, Mm -hmm. and... Sometimes it's just as simple as giving yourself permission Mm -hmm. to slow down, take the rest that our bodies and our minds were intended to have so we could refuel, and when you give yourself that kind of permission, it's such a freeing thing. It's like chains fall off of you, but so few people do it because it's like we feel guilty if we slow down as if there's something wrong with us when in reality it's one of the healthiest things that we can do is take that periodic rest break
0: that is so funny that you mentioned that because that has been the transition i have conquered this year and i'm still working on but that is you just described me i've been pushing and pushing and pushing and, and not giving myself a break. And finally in January, I just broke. My body said I can't do it anymore. And God was telling me I was probably focusing on the wrong things and just not. And and we need we need that break. We need it's you can only go so long at a, at a rapid pace and not being good to yourself. My girlfriends and I used to always say and I tell everybody else, be sure to be good to yourself and by darned, I'm not doing that to myself, and and it's that's exactly what it is: is giving ourselves the permission, and and letting ourselves know that it's okay that we aren't lazy just because we took a break and sat down to actually enjoy lunch or a, a cup of coffee or a walk outside. All those things are distressing, which actually aids in the process of your day to day if you're willing to give yourself that break. <laughs>
2: You bet. And, and, you know, the the thing is, I mean, when we go to, you know, the Bible and we look at those ancient and basic principles that it's sad so many people either ignore them or they just want to discount them, but frankly, there are powerful things in there, and one of them is the Sabbath rest. Mm -hmm. I know as a very busy author and speaker and coach, you know, I'm tempted often not to take a weekly Sabbath rest, but I've committed myself to it. And that's something else that's key is making a decision before you reach a breaking point Mm -hmm. to be good to yourself. Because when you reach that breaking point or when the pressure builds, the temptation will become very great to do something that's unhealthy. Mm -hmm. But what I've done is I made that decision early on that I am going to take, accept, if you will, that Sabbath gift that we've been given Mm -hmm. so that one day a week I don't work, I don't write, I don't work on uh, coaching clients, I just literally take that day, I rest, and I focus on God and family, and I will tell you, if I don't have that, then the rest of my week is is just in chaos, and I don't feel good, I'm not my sharpest, I don't get as much done, but when I take that one day a week, it refills me, and it's transformative and i get so much more done because i took the downtime
0: yeah exactly well we are very we are very uh, regimented too and our sunday is is exactly that for us as well um and it is important it's just it's it's a rejuvenation of your mind and soul and I find, too, in my stressful days, you know, when you know that no matter how hard you keep pushing, it's not going to get any better. When I pause and actually take time with God, you know, I'll go for a walk. I'll even just sit in my office and, and chill and just spend that quiet time. And it's amazing, you know, when people think that, you know, you can't take that 15-minute break. But oftentimes that 15-minute break can give you the bonus of two additional hours in a half in a half an hour's time as far as accomplishing things because you've refocused yourself and you've allowed, you know, God to lead your way. You know, oftentimes I think too we struggle because we're fighting, you know, what we're supposed to be really doing and and not following the right path. So it's going to be a struggle versus um that easier road and it's just as simple as just pausing and taking that time. And I've really learned a lot this year and I've really regrouped a lot and I knew all these things, but I wasn't giving myself the privilege to utilize them. And I'm so glad I have because that's just so important and we, it's so easy to get caught up in the hustle bustle.
2: It is. And, and, you know, you just made a key point too, and that is, you know, doing something with it. You know, we can know something, but knowing it and doing something with it are two very different things. And we have to realize, too, when when we have a relationship with God, I think so many times we make that mistake of throwing our hands out and saying, Oh, God, you know, rain the blessings down on me, and we think that we should just receive it, and that is the end. But in reality, we have a responsibility to partner our efforts with His. And that's when we see those real results. You know, I I think often of the children of Israel when they were in the desert. When God gave them manna, He didn't feed that to them intravenously. (laughs) They had to get up and go gather it. And they had to also follow a very simple it's still a very important process in doing it and if they veered away from that basic process then things went downhill we need to know what the processes are so that we can succeed and so we don't waste just minutes and hours and days of energy and just being bogged down because we're fighting against something that's unnatural
0: that's so so true. Oh, I knew this interview was going to be awesome because that's it's exactly what I've learned what I've come to learn and really hold on to this year. My my I don't want to call it New Year's resolution, but my um, embracing of the new year was that I was going to live intentionally. And it wasn't that I was just going to think these things like you said. I was embracing them and I wanted to live it intentionally going after what was most important to me and realizing when I was in those spots and in those slumps that I was, in, I am in control and I can pause and I can make the changes and I can make the difference and that's you know and it's still you know it's a learning process you catch yourself you know getting caught up in in your struggles or in your in your you know uh, project you're working on that's not going well but you know it's that simple to walk away and refocus and come back and just be so incredibly powerful and fresh and 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 that's how you succeed so it's 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 a process and it is not always easy but it sure is worth it <laughs> It is. And, you
2: know, sometimes, you know, we may not have the 15 minutes, although I will say if you do, just to close your eyes and just let your mind go to rest for 15 minutes is incredibly powerful. But if you don't have that, 60 seconds can make a difference. I always tell people, if there's one place that you can escape to, it's the bathroom. I mean, you can get into a bathroom and get away from people. And if you can go into a bathroom, you can... Close your eyes and visually, and I talk about this in in my book, Getting Through It, You Can't Get Over. You just get in there and you imagine that happy place for you. If it's going out in the woods and listening to the birds sing and seeing blue skies and fluffy white clouds and the, the wind rustling through the green leaves, go to that place. If it's for you in the top of a mountain and you see the boulders and you hear the babbling brook, go there. If it's the beach and the sand and the crashing waves, do that, but go to that refreshing place in your mind, and it is incredibly powerful what we can do by visualizing through our imaginations and restoring our souls
0: so true, so true. Fifteen minutes was my my lucky number today, but you are so right' It's, it's just pausing and just real it's p- paying attention to your needs. and and knowing how simply to fix it we we're going to take a short break and um hear some words from our sponsors but i can't wait to dive into your book because the need of that has just been amazing i'm not all the way through it but i'm i'm a good portion through it and it's an amazing book so everybody stay tuned we'll be right back
2: The new Pioneer Magazine, taking the skills and techniques of yesteryears and combining it with solar, hydroponics, and various other advancements of today, creating the most robust pioneering magazine on the market. In addition to the new Pioneer magazine, they also have available the American Frontiersman magazine, taking you back to a more primitive time, and both magazines can be found at newpioneermag.com. Get your copies today and be prepared for tomorrow.
1: Do you have a loved one, or are you suffering from celiac disease or a gluten intolerance? Trying to find that perfect flour? Whether you are baking cookies, flaky pie crusts, or baking breads from scratch, or you are looking for a quick cake from a package... Look no further. Better Batter offers non-GMO gluten-free products with an assortment of packaged items as well as flour packaged in varying sizes, including their bulk sizes, perfect for those of you that are practicing your preparedness skills. Better Batter's not just another gluten-free flour. It's what you have been searching for.
0: Okay, we're back, and we are speaking with Anita Agers brooks from AnitaBrooks.com, who is a wealth of information and inspiration. And um, she had just mentioned her book, and I would really like to touch on that, um, Anita, uh, Getting Through What You Can't Get Over. I would, I would love for you to dive into that and, and share with us where your inspiration came from for your book and um, just share a little bit about it.
2: Well, the inspiration for the book really came originally from my own life experiences. Um, I had been, prior to 1997, a very happy, outgoing person. Yeah, I, I might wake up and have a little bit of a blahs, but I'd never really experienced true depression or anxiety. But in 97, I donated a kidney to my sister, and the surgery went great. But on the heels of that, when they gave me one of the pain meds, I ended up having a severe allergic reaction to the meds. And frankly, it almost killed me. I survived that. But on the heels of that, what ended up happening was I had my first experience with clinical depression and panic attacks or anxiety attacks. I never knew what it was like to go through something that you so desperately wanted out of, but you didn't know how to get out of it. And then on top of that, to have well-meaning people, you know, just spout off all the things, well, if you would just do this, well, you just need to do that. And what they didn't realize is I was trying everything I knew, but I could not fix myself. So that was the beginning of it. And then um, it took about two years of working through that I was finally starting to feel a little more like myself, and I went through another tragic event and was betrayed, um, actually, by the person I was most intimate with at that time, and it was my worst fear, mm-hmm. and it just plunged me right back into that place of clinical depression.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And the only thing that I could cling to for many, many days as I just curled up in the fetal position mm-hmm. was God. Yeah. And so I did that, and I cried out to him, and I asked him to give me wisdom and to teach me how to work through this. It was not an easy process. It was certainly not a fast process, but I'm happy to report that it was a healing process. I mean, true healing. And so what resulted was that I had such a heart for other people, because when you go through something like that, suddenly your eyes are opened to what others are feeling. And you may not know exactly what it is, but you know enough to have compassion and what I call experiential empathy for their pain. Yeah. And so as I started watching that, and, I, and then people started coming to me and asking me to help them get through, and, and I was um, honored to be able to help guide them through those dark valleys. Uh, what I did was I just found a calling in my life to be able to help the hurting and to offer them hope and to let them know that that healing was not just something special for me. That healing is available for everyone.
0: Yes. Yes. And that's, that's so amazing. Uh, I really truly believe that what God puts us through is to get us to another level in our lives. It's not, you know, to torture us. It's because it's part of our growth to become who we are and who we're supposed to be. And through those trials, it just strengthens us and nurtures our own heart to understand our purpose sometimes. Because I, too, went through a very rough situation where um, my ex-husband of 10 years had decided to have uh, an affair of two years that I was totally unaware of. And I understand the rocking in the corner and curling up in fetal position just to understand and and to work your way through it but I could not have done it without God's grace because I just it was a very rough time and very uh, just something that really ripped the rug out from under me so I totally understand what you're saying and you know you take for granted and I you know used to always say you know people that are going through their struggles um, you know toughen up you can handle this you can you can do it but boy when you do have to go through it it really opens your eyes to you know, what, what it's really like and what they're going through. Um, and, and like you said, there's so many well meaning people that say things, but until you really experience it, you don't understand because I didn't. And, and, and it's important for people to have, I call them angels. I've been so blessed to have Mm -hmm. angels cross my path who have led me to the next level, to the next open door, to, to what I needed at the time. And I always feel those are God's implants in my life, but it's, you know, that those, it's a process all the way through. And, and I think God has enriched you in a great way to help others.
2: I, and I know exactly what you mean with angels. There were some that God sent to me in the first chapter of the book. I talk about just one miraculous encounter with a Holocaust survivor. And she was an angel that God sent into my life I never, I had never seen her before. I've never seen her since that one day, but in one day, God sent that woman into my life to just teach me some transformational things that, you know, it it helped my mindset. It gave me strength and courage that I wasn't able, able to muster on my own, and she was someone that not only did she transform my life, but because of the work that I am blessed to be able to do, she's transforming many other lives as well. Mm-hmm. So God certainly sends those angels. And then, as you said, then we have the opportunity to pass that on to others.
0: Yeah, the ripple effect, and it's just so amazing. It's so cool, too. I, I think through the processes I've gone through in my life, I feel like my eyes are so much more wide open than the average person. Um, And I feel that's a blessing because I turn around and look back and just see his hand on everything. And it just totally, oh, it awes me. It awes me in such a big way to know that, you know, we take him for granted a lot of people. But he's there and he's working. And I'm grateful that I can see his hand and feel his hand. And and because of that, it's just strengthened me and, and built my faith to such a level. And I just want to be contagious.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And, You know, I had a a a dear pastor friend who showed me something when I was in one of those dark places, because, you know, a lot of times when you are traumatized or or you're facing a tragedy, you're hurting so deeply, you know, you wonder, is God mad at me? Does he hate me? You know, is he sorry he ever created me? I mean, you know, the human mind just does all these crazy things. (laughs) And then you wonder, is God doing this to me? Is this, am I being punished? But in reality, this is... What my pastor taught me. He said, a temptation is something that Satan brings into your life that's designed to make you fail. Mm -hmm. A test is something sent into your life by God to prove you can succeed.
0: Oh, that's so awesome. And isn't that so true? That is so yeah. awesome. Yeah. And what's funny is I just did a blog post Sunday and and mentioned that when we're going through struggles and, and, well, just as an example, we're doing something very powerful, we're reaching people, and all of a sudden you hit this horrible road bumper, your self doubts kicking in, and all these negative thoughts are entering your mind. I have started to click my heels when that happens because I know that I am irritating the devil to no end because I'm succeeding in something that he doesn't want me to. And that is the courage that must, that musters in me and just pushes me forward, knowing that I'm obviously on the right track. So that is just so funny that you mention that because that is so true. God doesn't <laughs> send us negative thoughts.
2: No, he doesn't. And and I love what Joseph said in the book of Genesis when he, he said to his brothers, you know, they were so concerned that he would be unforgiving. And he said to them, what uh, was intended for evil, God meant for good. Yes. And so many times, Satan will send these blasts into our lives, and he intends them to break us down. They're meant for evil. Yes. And God did not create that situation, but what God does is says, invite me in, I'll transform it, and I will absolutely take the ashes of your situation, and I will turn them into a crown of beauty, and I think that's what we both experienced.
0: Yep, yep, and it's so, it's just so powerful, and then you want to share it with everybody, and not everybody's, you know, Willing to accept that, which I totally respect, but like I said, I want to be contagious, and I want it to be through my actions and and the things that happen to myself and my family that just continue to show God's grace. And that's just my biggest hope and prayer is that through through our actions and through Him working in our family, other people will see it and accept it that way.
2: (laughs) Yes, and, and you know, we can be a living example of a truth that I think many of us forget and, and it's something that I shared in the book and it, that is, you know, we cannot experience a miracle unless we first have a problem yeah so every problem we have is potentially a miracle in the making yep. and if we start looking at our problems through the lens of that mm-hmm. and through the lens of that opportunity for others to witness the miracle in our lives,
0: okay.
2: wow, talk about making a difference
0: it's incredible it is it is so, and it's funny. I I learned that early on and you know we're we're building our home out here we're we're dealing with struggles and last year was just brutal we just had one thing breaking after the other and my poor husband is just banging his head and and I'm finding it funny and he just looked at me one day and he's like what is wrong with you I'm like you know what good is going to come out of this and I'm just chuckling because I'm waiting to see how he's going to work it out I said you got to learn to find these problems funny because there will be good that will come out of them and you can't change it it is what it is so roll with it and now he comes in and he starts laughing so (laughs) it's funny how we transition (laughs) through some of these things
2: (laughs) it is and, you know, and the thing is, too, is to remember one of the reasons that the title of the book is what it is, you know, getting through what you can't get over. Yeah. You know, like we were talking about earlier that, you know, sometimes we have to give our perm- self, our, ourselves permission um, for things. We need to remember there are going to be events for some of us that we absolutely will never get over, yeah. but we can get through them. Yes. They are potential miracles in the making. And if we can hold on to that hope, that can give us the strength to put one more foot in front of the other for one more moment when a whole day just feels overwhelming. Like, you know, people say, you know, just take it one day at a time. Well, sometimes when you're in that place, one day feels like too much. Mm -hmm. But if you can get through the next moment, take the one next tiny step, Mm -hmm. then those steps will accumulate. And eventually you will walk through that valley and you will step back into the light.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you will look back and and be empowered that you've made it through that situation. You, that's just so true, so so true. And it's just to,
2: you know just to know that it, it is never too late for a fresh start with fresh faith. Yeah. That is my tagline, and that is the motto of my life. That is the the call that I want to put out there to other people. To encourage them that it is never too late to make a fresh start with fresh faith. What happened a minute ago, in this moment, you can make a decision that I'm gonna start fresh. And it is transformative as well. They're just each of these little things that you can embed in your brain can really help you get through those tough moments and they can put that little spark of light in your life when everything looks dark.
0: Oh, so true. So true. And what powerful words. We, we are actually running out of time. So that was just such a powerful uh, way to end things, Anita. And one thing I would like to mention is I would love to have you back on if you're willing to do something in the future, because I know you cover a lot of other topics. And I know that you can um, reach my audience in different ways in other than how we did today. And if you're open to that, I would love to get you back on in a future episode.
2: Oh, I would be honored, Tammy. That would be awesome.
0: Awesome, because there's there's just so much hurt and heartache and negativity in our world, and I want to be able to add some touch of positive in the lives of the people that we touch and that are around us. And um, I think today's podcast was just amazing. And, and like I said, you, I see what you do. I, I um, have read your, your book. And when you talked about the Holocaust... Um, woman that you met that was that brought tears to my eyes that is just amazing and and there's a perfect example of somebody who went through something absolutely horrific and was dancing on the other side you know and and those are the things that we need people to focus on is realizing that there is that, that like you said you can get to the other side and you can start you know it's never too late for a fresh start with fresh faith that's awesome <laughs>
2: Amen. Amen.
0: (laughs) Anita, thank you so very much for joining me today. I really, really appreciate it.
2: Thank you, Tammy. It really has been an honor, and, and I hope that your listeners are just encouraged, and I hope that they just keep putting that one foot in front of the other.
0: Awesome. Thank you. And we will have links to all of Anita's information. I highly encourage you to pick up her book, if you have gone through any form of uh, trauma in your life, if you struggle with anxiety or depression um, or just need an inspirational boost, her book is really, really fantastic. I've actually purchased several copies to give to friends, and I really I really encourage it. You will also find a review of her book on our blog uh, within the next two weeks. And Again, thank you all for joining me today. I hope you found lots of inspiration here, and until our next show, you guys take care. And God bless.
1: You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where you will learn something new every week. We hope you enjoyed the show and encourage you to join us at treyerwilderness.com. And be sure to connect with us on iTunes. Remember, your reviews on iTunes are very important to us and help us reach more people just like you.